The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickey is sponsored by Blue Willow Bride, your intimate bridal boutique located in Collingwood, Ontario. Contact Blue Willow Bride for all your wedding needs. Hi, I'm Madison Walsh. And I'm Michael Moosey. We're from Something Undone. And you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Donna Chickie with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. The drama thriller series titled Something Undone is the first scripted program chosen from 119 original Canadian projects to be released from CBC's Creative Relief Fund out of the 9,000 submissions. The CBC Creative Relief Fund was created last April in response to the pandemic and to help support the recovery and resurgence of Canada's artistic and creative communities. Something Undone made its debut on the free CBC Gem streaming service on Friday, March the 26th. The new digital short series was co-written, produced, and starring Madison Walsh and Michael Musi and directed by Nicole Dorsey. Madison is a multidisciplinary actress and writer based in Toronto, known for Mrs. America and The Expanse. And Michael Musi is a writer, producer, and actor whom you might recognize as Terrence on Kim's Convenience. Produced under the highest of COVID-19 restrictions with a 25-member crew, they also had to bubble together under the COVID-19 production guidelines. The story is based on one character, Joe, a Foley artist who goes home to settle her estranged mother's estate only to discover a dark family secret where she becomes obsessed with uncovering the truth. Joining me this Zoom are Madison Walsh and Michael Musi from Something Undone. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Blue Willow Bride in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio, broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Joining me via Zoom are co-writers, producers, and actors Madison Walsh and Michael Moosey from the upcoming CBC Gem drama series, Something Undone. Welcome to Beach Corner. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. We're so happy to be here. So Something Undone is a six-episode drama series that will be streaming on CBC Jam as of Friday, March the 26th. I understand the series is the first scripted program to be released from CBC's Creative Relief Fund. Can you elaborate? Sure, yeah. Um, so CBC put out our Creative Relief Fund in March in the height of COVID. Um, and they had a fund for artists to create work that they can uh, do during the strict, strict, the most strict COVID restrictions. Woo, that's awful. <laughs> Tongue twister. <laughs> and so Madison and I put out, uh, we, we pitched a few ideas and I think CBC received something like 8,000 submissions. And Maddie and I were chosen out of about 150 projects, I believe. And uh, we hit the ground running. We developed our show. We 
really early on, we told each other, we said, we're going to get this done so fast. We're going to make sure that we get this done and CBC is super impressed and they make our show. That was like our goal. And we did. We worked insanely quick and we pitched our show and they liked it. And from a, you know, it's been a year since Maddie had the idea and, um, and we, and our show is about to be released. And so uh, we're super proud and excited for people to see it. Congratulations. That's fantastic. So for our audience, can you give us an overview of the series of Something Undone? As the show synopsis mentions, mental health plays a strong threat in the storyline. Yeah, I'd love to take this. Um, so the story revolves around a Foley artist. Um, so Foley is is basically the art of creating sound effects for TV and film. Um, and she is finds herself back at her mother's childhood home out in the middle of small town Ontario. Um, and she's cleaning up her mother's house. Her mom has recently passed away and she's trying to get it ready for sale. So what we kind of find out through the first episode is that her mother had schizophrenia. And there's kind of an uncertain past with uh, the the lead character, Joe herself, um, and that there's a lot of inst- estrangement between the two of them. Um, so there's a lot that the main character is not kind of talking about or willing to talk about or um, is ready to confront. But she gets kind of thrust into it through the act that that I think, you know, everybody has to go through at some point this kind of horrible um, horror in itself of kind of taking care of their own dead parents things and that, that act and the things that the, the memories it starts to bring up. Um, and the secret, the family secret that she starts to kind of uncover through her, uh, work going around the house, creating sounds and also cleaning up her mother's things leads to a dark family secret of, um, mental health and, uh, things that people like to kind of bury. So we are touching on the stigma of mental health and the things that, um, a lot of families don't like to speak about. Uh, we're also talking about um, one's own reality. Um, it's something that we really kind of found was something we could play with in terms of the, the, the unease and the horror is this idea of questioning one's own kind of mental state um, and not being able to have somebody to bounce that off of and to, to connect with. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where, where those, those threads came in. It wasn't our initial plan to, to write a story about mental health, but as we kind of went into it, um, the layers started to, to kind of come into one another about about uh, these kind of different stories of mental health. And we decided this was a path we were going on. And we we followed a lot of different um, avenues of research to make sure that it was an authentic, uh, as authentic as possible telling of this um, potential story. And how challenging was it to film this series under COVID-19 protocols? Yeah, it was challenging for sure. I mean, um, you know, we had to, we were about a 25 crew members in one house. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously shooting right now is really difficult, but when we created this series, we created it with, you know, um, with filming in mind. So we knew that if we wanted to film this thing, we had to create something that would be possible to film, which is why we created a story about one character in one location, which made things a lot easier. And then we really played with sound because you can make, um, you can make, you can play with sound so much and not have to worry about 
you know, physical distancing, you know, you can just kind of layer that into the story. So sound is a massive part of our show. Um, diegetic sounds, the phone calls that Joe makes, listening to little bits from the podcast. And so the world feels really full without having 25 different characters. And how has this show come to fruition? How this idea of putting this out there? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, people took a risk. Uh, CBC thought that this was something that would be um, uh, interesting to, to their audiences. And they, they, took a, they took a chance on us. And we're really grateful. Uh, Maddie and I are best friends. And uh, we write together all the time and uh, usually for free. And finally, someone decided to, <laughs> to, to help us, uh, you know, bring our story to life. Um, we write together because we, we love writing and, uh, and we love writing together. And, you know, we live together. We were roommates for a long time and we used to just write because we weren't getting enough jobs as actors. And we thought, you know what, we'll create our own work. And that's exactly what we did. We cast ourselves and we did this ourselves. And, and here we are, two buds. <laughs> oh, good for you. So what do you hope to convey to your audience with this series? Well, I think, you know, first and foremost, any, any creator really wants their audience to be entertained. Um, we think that we created something that's quite a unique way to look at the mystery thriller. Um, it's completely sound based. You won't find a single scare, uh, or, or, you know, kind of a hook that isn't about the sound that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, our sound designers who we worked with, uh, created it so that it's even more enjoyable to be listened to on your headphones because it's very directional. It's as if you have surround sound. Um, and you're, um, you're very much immersed into the world. We made sure that everything that you were watching, when she's touching paper, it's alive. It's in your ears. It's just like she would be listening to it in the world that she lives in, which is very much understanding the world through sound. Um, so that was a big thing for us was to say, what, what can we bring that's new what can we do that's a show that doesn't have a trace of covid on it that doesn't seem like it was created with these restrictions or in a time when when you know everything else was was kind of tight and forced um and then from that what was kind of unintentional but a wonderful gift was that we created a show and i think it's 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 you know purposeful subconsciously was that it is very reflective of the experience we're all having um in covid Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a it's something that that mike and i have been able to relate to from a third party experience watching it is like oh wow this really does mirror the isolation that we've been having this disconnection from our loved ones that we've been having this questioning of our own kind of perspective on life um that we're all experiencing so yeah first off we would love people to be enthralled and to want to keep going down the rabbit hole with joe and unraveling the mystery with her we want people to experience um sound from the perspective of the geeks like us who love this type of stuff uh and really feel you know it's it's an oft overlooked part of the movie going experience sound is so important but thirdly hopefully people will be able to to relate to the show in different ways you know whether they've lost a parent whether they have dark family secrets whether there is the stigma of mental health that kind of hangs over their their family or their life um or just whether they can relate to this feeling of isolation um 
which I think we all can, uh, and, and maybe find some sort of catharsis through watching the show. Well, joining me via Zoom are co-writers, producers, and actors, Madison Walsh and Michael Moosey from Something Undone. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Is your new or existing business looking for recognition in Wasaga Beach? Beach Booster Group is your one-stop shop for all things local, all things promotional. Beach Booster will succeed in creating a complete local promotional package that can include high-profile outdoor, prints, and radio promotion of your business and services. Beach Booster's community events offer additional opportunity for visible participation of your company in the Wasaga Beach area. Beach Booster Promotions also specializes in all types of promotional products and apparel to help you create your local and professional profile. Contact us at info at beachbooster.com or call 705-241-9762. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guests via Zoom, Madison Walsh and Michael Moosey. So as this is limiting to one actor, one location with the main character being Joe, as you explained, Michael, earlier, Madison, how did you prepare for this role? Oh, boy. I mean, that's a great question. Um, We had very little time to prepare uh, because Mike and I were both uh, writing it and also creative producers on the project. Um, The kind of (laughs) acting came last. Uh, which was which was not my ideal. Like usually, I really like to put a lot more time into it. So uh, there was like two concentrated weeks of really focusing on on just learning the lines and um, trying to get into the right headspace. Doing a lot of uh, planning in the script because of our seven days of shooting, we had to shoot completely out of sequence. Um, and I was in every single scene, except for there was one blessed day where Mike was on set shooting his scenes. <laughs> and I just lived at the food table, just <laughs> and laughing and relaxing like a normal person instead of sitting in a room and trying to like get my head into a, a space of terror. Um, so yeah, uh, preparation in advance was really key. And I worked with a wonderful acting teacher who helped to remind me that it wasn't about me, which is something that actors do often is, is start to, to kind of, um, centralize the whole film on their performance and on themselves. Meanwhile, when you're on set and you really look at it, it's just this beautiful giant machine of so many people working so hard at one thing and everybody's just trusting that the other person is there and prepared. And the actor is really only one small cog. And, you know, Mike was sitting there beside our wonderful director, Nicole Dorsey. And afterwards, you know, at the beginning, I'd come to him and I'd say, hey, how did I do? How was it? And he'd say, honestly, I wasn't paying attention. No one knows because there was so so much. Yeah, there's so much to do. And it's like crazy. We're both originally actors. So we always think, you know, everything is about the acting. The only thing that matters is acting. And you realize that there are so many (laughs) moving parts that acting is just a tiny grain in the whole thing. But luckily, Maddie is a pro. She killed it. Her performance is amazing. And she really had to, you know, juggle being in this like, um, terror mood and then event and then and then then a really uplifting scene and she was kind of all over the place she would put her headphones in and listen to her creepy music and then do her scene and she killed it i'm excited for people to see it and how about you michael how did you prepare 
Uh, I didn't. Uh, no, no. Uh, I, uh, you know, the, luckily for me, Farid is really close to who I am as uh, as a person and as uh, what I think as a partner. He's a very supportive, caring person. I really modeled him after what I hope I am. Probably not what I really am, but what I hope I am. And. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I lost a mother to cancer when I was 24 years old and I was her caregiver. And so I know what it's like to, to I know what it, I know what that's like. And I know what it's like to care for another person and to, to, to know, uh, you know, when they're struggling, how to talk to them and make sure that they feel better and stuff. So I felt like I, because I had so much else to do, I could just be like, you know what, Mike, just go into it the way that you would go into it and don't overthink it. And I think, um, um, I think we, I, I think, you know, we're both happy with uh, both of our performances. Excellent. His biggest concern was, 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 was the crew eating properly. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted the crew to eat properly. I was constantly worried. You lost was, sleep over the quality of food. hundred percent. hundred percent. My biggest concern. Always. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your mom, but um, the scene takes place in a Victorian house built in 1870s Mm -hmm. in Ontario that has since been restored as a B&B today. So tell us, how did you find this property? Oh, okay. Well, um, we didn't have a lot of time to find the property. And so we knew we were working so quickly. We said, how are we going to get a house that also has the perfect furniture that hopefully has a, a piano that hopefully has all the things that we need? So we said, let's go to bed and breakfast because bed and breakfasts have all those things for the most part. And also kind of have a creepy vibe to them so (laughs) madison and i on our we wrote this this the entire six episodes in 10 days and then after our first yeah i know after our first draft which was four days in we had one day where we just went all over southern ontario looking at bed and breakfast and none of them worked everyone was lovely the houses were beautiful none of them worked and then finally we arrived at the mickle john where we shot this and madison and i were in heaven. It was like everything we had pictured while we wrote it. It was like a, a gift from God. He was like, you guys are dealing with a lot. Please take this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Irene and Ralph were the owners and they were so lovely and so excited. And um, we had to obviously go through the numbers and all that. But if I could have just said yes, immediately, we would have. Um, it was perfect. It had everything we wanted. And um, I can't believe it. I still, when I watch it, I go, I can't believe we got it. I can't believe we the got house it. Is, it's stunning. And we knew right off the bat, if we were going to to film in one location, we needed something that would hold people's attention, mm-hmm. a background of a house that would be interesting to look at. And this house is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the way that you turned on the lights was from like a, a long pull cord. Everything was completely authentic. They had a cellar that features in it. They had a, a, a room that we can't, we can't speak of because it would talk be about too it. much away, <laughs> but it was it was too much to to ask for. Mike was like, "We're never going to find something like that," and I said, "Just wait." And and sure enough, uh, it arrived in our laps. And and yeah, we were just we were so lucky to have it. And there were actually our art designers stayed in the house. Mm-hmm. In the prep days, which I don't know how they did it because, you know, we were, we were making a very scary, uh, thriller and they slept in it overnight by themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and because their timeline was so tight and they had to keep working. And, uh, yeah. Wow. And I, and I was going to ask too, what are some of the unique features of this house that captured your attention? Yeah. Well, I would say the exterior is like, incredible you see it and you're just like it just stands in the middle of this kind of uh, country road and it's just so incredible to look at but um i would say when you get to ep- the end of episode three and joe finds a specific thing a specific room you'll know why we chose this house 
why we fell in love with this mm-hmm, house. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and are you pleased with the outcome of this production? Oh, oh could yeah. be happier. We we were so lucky to find our director, Nicole Dorsey. She had uh, her feature film at TIFF in 2019, and uh, it's called Black Conflux, and it was uh, critically raved about, and uh, has since then, her career has blossomed uh, to LA, and she has a really great slate of prospects on her um, list going forward. So the only reason we got her was because of COVID. She was in town. It was right before the holidays and she really liked our script she really um you know it, it, i think that the idea sparked a lot of her own inspiration and she came to us so prepared and ready to take this into um another level she really elevated it because as writers you have kind of this vision of how you picture it and this is kind of the only way it goes and and we were only here and then you need a director to come in and take it to the next step and she did that 110 percent, and she was also just um, so wonderful that as actors we've worked I, personally I will say I've worked with many male directors mostly um, and there is something different about w- working with women and the way that, that they can um, command a set but also maintain a very open creative energy uh, and she certainly did that wonderful and finally what have you learned about yourself since making this show Oh, um, I learned that, you know, <laughs> Maddie was going to say a silly thing. I could, t- I could just tell by her face. Um, <laughs> what I honestly learned is that, um, is that we're capable of a lot more than we think we are. I think mm-hmm. Madison and I, you know, we, we, a lot of times this felt impossible. It felt there was no way we have no time. We can't do this. There's no way we can't write a script in 10 days. And in four days we had a draft, you know, and we can't find a house. And we found it. And we said, no, one. we're not going to get an amazing director. No one's going to want to direct our little show. And then we had directors wanting to direct our show. And, you know, we, 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 I think we undervalue ourselves a lot as artists where we think we're so in our own heads. And we think that, you know, that we don't have enough to bring to the table. And, and then you need somebody to give you opportunity instead of making it for oneself, you know? Yeah, exactly. And we did. And we, 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 we proved ourselves wrong constantly. And we have a product right now that we're super proud of. And, uh, and it's just so wild that we're here. We're very, we're just so thankful to, to be here. Oh, I learned that you can't diet while you're on set. No, you can't diet while you're on set. That's I, I was like, I'm I'm not going to drink alcohol and I'm going to eat healthily so that I look my best on camera. And day two, day one, um, <laughs> it all went out the window. It's, it's too stressful. You can be very healthy and you can stop drinking before set. And then once you're on set, it's 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 a crutch. Yeah, there's <laughs> so, so many there are so many breakfast wraps on set. <laughs> Well, it's good to know you're well fed. Yes. Um, Too much. Thank thank you, Madison and Michael, for being my guests. Wishing you all the best of success with the upcoming CBC Gem drama series, Something Undone, streaming as of Friday, March the 26th. Thank Thank you you. so much. And that's for free on CBC Gem. Anybody can watch that. So everybody should check it out. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, thank you. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Beach Booster Radio. It's the station to listen to. Broadcasting from the Stonebridge Town Center, located in Wasaga Beach, Ontario, Canada. The world's longest freshwater beach. Wasaga Beach. Wasaga Beach. Well, 
Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Madison Walsh and Michael Musi for being my guest and wishing them all the best of success with their drama series, Something Undone. Be sure to catch Something Undone now streaming on the free CBC Gem service. Special thanks to Winston Moff from CBC Marketing and Communications for making this interview possible. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Dinah Chickie. Beach Corner's broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from our new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from my homepage to enjoy a unique and local programming. Beach Corner is also a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication and can be seen on Wasaga Beach TV at Beach Talk. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at BeachBooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, broadcasting from our studios in the Stonebridge Town Center on Main Street, in the heart of downtown Wasaga Beach.